Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, I've had some requests recently to share some more mediumship with you. So today's little bonus drop is a mediumship session that I did earlier this year with Angel. And this session is so beautiful in that it truly demonstrates the power of spirit and the healing that can really transform one's life when hearing the loved one in spirit acknowledging the harm they may have done to you in the past and apologizing. The apology that was never heard in life. And Angel received that in this mediumship session from her mother. And it was really beautiful. It's really healing to hear Angel talk about her experience at the end where she just breathed this sigh of relief. And she said, I I feel so relieved. So thank you, Angel. Thank you for being here for the podcast. Thank you for being open and receptive to your mother and what she had to say. Thank you for being vulnerable so that so many people can hear your experience and it just might spark some hope in their own world. Enjoy. So let me describe this grandfather so we can understand which one he is for you. I feel a real love from him. I feel a real, a real love. Um, But, or not but, and would I be right in saying that he feels on the quiet side to me? Like, would you understand a grandfather on the quiet side? You know, not super boisterous, not like one to announce his, blow open the doors and say, hey, I'm here. You know what I mean? Um, But he feels very quiet, like on the um, introverted quiet side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Yeah. so I know that he feels on the quiet side to me. Um, I, I feel this um, tenderness about him. Like, even though he was quiet, there's this tenderness about him. Having this feeling, not able to really communicate or express his feelings, almost like an emotional distance. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. does that make sense? Um, yeah. Um, but, but even having that emotional distance, I still feel the love. It's like, it's like you guys knew that you were loved. He was, um, uh, makes me feel like he, you know, the family was important to him. Um, but just not a communicator of sorts. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, does this sound like your father's father? Yeah. Okay. That's what I think. So I think it is your dad's father. Okay. So, um, 
I feel like that there's like a, a, like an emotional distance with like everyone. You know what I mean? Like like with, with between your dad and him, would that be fair? Was there like an a, a, an emotional distance almost? I mean, it doesn't. I think like, earlier on. Oh, okay. Like uh, it doesn't feel like a, like a um a disconnect. You know what I mean? Where where yeah, there's fighting in the family and nobody's yeah to each other. It doesn't feel like that at all. But there's just like this this um this like um emotional distance as as if um like as if they didn't talk every day. You know what I mean? As if they they went periods of time without speaking. Does that make sense? That happened. That was before my dad actually made a, a really concerted effort to literally call him every day. Okay. Like, okay. Thank towards you. The end. Thank you. Thank you. So that's so, yeah. okay. So he's just validating a little bit more about himself and who he is. Like, so we know, so we know who we have along with this, this feeling that he's showing me, I feel like I have to say a great big thank you. Like there is this, there is this um, renewed sense this thank you because of how well he was taken care of at the end. Like, I feel like I have to say they were there, you know, they were there. He was cared for. He was, um, he, he was made to feel people were present. Like, does that make sense? People were present. Yeah. And yeah, my aunts were super present with him. Super present. He he didn't, he didn't feel alone. He did not feel alone. And, and that's where this big thank you is, is generating from because of that, distance that he was showing me earlier on. You know what I'm saying? That's where this big thank you is coming from. I feel like I want to say he owes it all to his son. He owes it all to his son. Are you able to connect with him like on a, this is probably going back, but like on a riding lawnmower or a, a ride, like a, um, a little tractor or a little like. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when, when we were just little, he was known. He had this ginormous garage out back. Uh-huh. They lived out in the boonies and he had this ginormous garage and he was known for like garage sailing. And he was constantly bringing home like little go-karts or lawn mowers or any of that kind of thing. And, and he would let us kids ride. Around. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that right there is his validation that the, the messages are are complete. The messages are are clear and we have who we have. You know what I'm saying? And there's this like, I want to say like, like, a happiness about him. You know what I mean? This, this content smileyness almost, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and yeah. Um, do you have a gym? Do you have a gym? On the other side, okay. my uncle Jim okay. passed okay. years ago. Your grandmother, his wife, she's over there too, right? She passed several years, long, long time before him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Would she have been the mouthpiece for the family? <laughs> good way to put it (laughs) (laughs) so she like she comes in and she's just like there's this bounds of energy you know like like just um chatty and and energetic and um almost like like with with your grandmother can you connect with her um got something in the chest it feels like um something in the chest. Okay. And, um, and I'm having like, it feels like, like when I breathe, it feels like it's on fire. Like, like, I feel like that there's, does that make sense? Um, She died of lung cancer. She smoked for years and years. Okay. Thank you. So we've definitely got your grandparents here then. 
Uh, okay, so I just wanted to start laughing because uh, would have been would it have been her personality? Like when you just said, you know, she passed from from lung cancer and she smoked for years. Would she have been one to say, "Oh, I loved my cigarettes," you know, "I loved my cigarettes." Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, she's just like you know, yeah. I, <laughs> um, I feel like that they have a big yard, right? Did you remember a big yard? Like it, it just seems really expansive. And and like, do you remember gardens? Food gardens. I remember food. I remember. Yeah. They loved it. You know, they loved the, the their gardens. It was like, and, and, and they shared like, do you, like they didn't just use the food for themselves. Like they shared with people. Do you remember that? I have vague memories of them sharing like with the neighbors yes. and maybe like with the people across the street. Yes. They, yeah. They were total sharers and so proud of their garden. Um, okay. So I feel like she just showed me a ring she's referencing this ring and there's this real sense of like, like there's this real sense of happiness about who has the ring. You know what I'm saying? There's this sense of happiness about who has the ring, but she's laughing about it as well. Like, like, because it's like been in a drawer or it's been like, it's been, you know what I mean? It's like (laughs) nobody's looked at it for so long. And so she's like, (laughs) So she's just playful with it. You know what I mean? She's playful. <laughs> my aunt had the ring. My oldest aunt, her daughter. And then we had a huge family reunion several years ago. This is long after grandma passed. And we were all drinking. And I think it was the first time as an adult that I drank with all my aunts and, and family. And my my oldest aunt, Dina, gave me the ring and said, this was grandma's. And I didn't have anything of grandma's. Everybody else got little bits and pieces and I wanted an Afghan, but everybody got those. So she gave me this ring and it's literally been sitting in my drawer because I don't wear a lot of jewelry. (laughs) That's so awesome. She's so happy that you have it. She's so happy that you have it. (laughs) Oh, I think your mother's here then. Okay. Hang on. Because I know she's a, um, a generation below them. So hold on. Let me talk about her. Okay. Hold on. I feel like more than anything, I have to say, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm here. Have you had those questions since she's passed? Have you had those questions? Because I'm usually it doesn't start out this way, but I feel like I have to say, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm okay. Um, did she have a hard time communicating her feelings? I mean, she's like, yeah, I would say that because, because I mean, she feels there's this sense of like an emotional distance. There's that distance again. And, and it feels to me like, like she had these feelings. She did feel that on her insides, but she was not capable of expressing that. Do you understand that? There is this sense of like, she's, she's, she's also like um, the way that she's coming in is it's very careful. She's, she's very careful as if she needs permission almost. And, and, and there's this real sense of contrition, like she, her hands are together like this. And, and there's just this outpouring of, I'm so, so sorry. There's this outpouring. I'm so, so sorry. She, what happens when we go to the other side, all of us, we, we go through our, our life review. Okay. We all do. Nobody judges us. There's not a God that judges us. We are our own judge, right? And 
if we go through life spreading kindness and love, tenderness, we feel how we made those people feel tenfold. If we go through life having made people feel abandoned, dismissed, less than, not enough, we feel that tenfold. And I feel like I have to say to you, I get it now. I feel like I have to say, I get it now. And I'm so, so sorry. So the words that I'm feeling and I hear, she's really asking for forgiveness. And, 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 I, and she wants to be clear, this is not for her. Not for her. This is for your sake. Because that love that I was talking about earlier, it's what she knows. And she knows that she was not capable of expressing it. And she doesn't want you to go through life with that burden, that anger, that leftover sadness and hurt. You know what I'm saying? So so um, there's just this overwhelming sense of love and a really big, I'm sorry. I make, I feel, I feel, um, like abandoned and betrayed. Do you understand that? Um, I feel, um, meaning you, how she's making me feel that you felt. She, you know, it's really interesting. She's asking you for second chances. And this, is, this has never come up like this before, but she's asking you for second chances. When our loved ones do go to the other side, they're still with us. You know, they're still with us. They, 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 they don't miss out. They are, they attend our, our holidays and, you know, they, they, they're, they're with us and we can still have a relationship with them. It's just, it looks different, you know, just because they're physically not here, but we can still have a relationship with them. Very interesting that she's asking you for second chances. What's funny is it was like three days after she passed or something like that. I woke up from a dead sleep and I'm normally a very, very sound sleeper. And I felt like I saw at the foot of my bed, a person shaped just like shadow. And I knew it was her. I knew it was her, like everything in me, I knew it was her. And I was so angry and so hurt at the time. I just, I sat up in bed and I said, no, not now. This is not the time. No, you're not welcome here right now. And then it was gone. And then I haven't had any kind of connection since then. And I've, I've wanted to. Oh, so for her to ask for second chances, that's really beautiful. She says she wants me to point out your dreams because there's a visitation to be had. Oh, my sleeping yep. dreams. Yep. Patient to be had. And you'll know. Because the, the visitation dreams feel so different than a regular dream, okay? You literally wake up feeling like you just spent a moment with them. Even if it just feels like a flash moment, you literally feel like you just spent a moment. And, and I feel like I have to just um, mention that to you to open yourself up to that possibility to be receptive. Okay. Uh, it's a great um, springboard for additional healing that happens. Um, okay. Thank you. Um, 
she's making me feel like the apology needs to go to others as well. There, 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 that apology needs to go to so many others. And, um, and if they're, if, if you're comfortable with it, he's asking if you could pass on the message. However, she's also making it clear that there are one or two people that would not be able to let go. Do you understand that? And she's like, she's like, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. No hard feelings. She understands, you know, now more than ever. There's this great sense of relief almost like there's this great sense of like a, like as if, as if we take a sigh of exhale, you know, like, like she so badly wanted to get this out, get to say this to you. You know what I mean? She so badly wanted to say this to you. And she's making me feel like, like it had to be you. Like it had to be you. Like you're the one that like, okay, so how I'm feeling is all of this is coming through. She's making me feel like that you are the, um, uh, your, your emotional maturity, your spiritual maturity. You are able to take this in. You are able to take this in and process it. Whereas um, in the past, you wouldn't have been able to. Because of who you are today, the woman that you've become, your maturity, your growth, your strength, your compassion, your, your ability to hold compassion in spite of being hurt and the grief is just this great big thank you. They're all kind of together. And I got this flash of pink. When I see flashes of pink, it usually means girl. When I see flashes of blue, it usually means boy. And I'm talking about a baby girl. And I, and I feel like that they're collectively saying, we have the baby, we have the baby, we have the baby. Do you understand that? Do you know what that means? Yeah, okay. Gianna. Okay. So, so, um, there's really a whole lot of joy, love, happiness to have had this opportunity with you. Your mother is saying thank you again. It's just like, there's just like, I like, it's almost like I want to say, how do you say thank you? And how do you say I'm sorry when the words just don't seem big enough? You know what I mean? That's this, this overwhelming sense that I get from her. So all right, my dear. Well, I'll leave you with that. Right now, I just feel so much relief. It's been, it'll be three years in April since my mother passed. And I tried so hard to not have expectations, like you'd said, and to really just be open. And I, I sat here before we started, like, you know, you'd said in the email and just trying to get calm and centered and just really be open to whatever happened and, and accepting. And it was okay either way. And, but also still really wanting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just a lot of relief and I just, I feel like maybe I can also release some of my mm-hmm. guilt. Like it's okay. Yeah. That's really the, the big message. That letting go, letting that burden go, that weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, exactly. That was, um, you know, when it's such an honor to be able to do this because, it, it, I mean, I, and I think you might understand now this, this feeling that you have, this, this can be such a springboard for healing, you know, um, because, I mean, the evidence that comes through, I mean, I wouldn't know any right. of this stuff, right? 
the ring in the drawer. <laughs> Come on. I was like, what? Oh, oh God. And the motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. What? So, you know, it's very real. It's very real. They are with us. They are always with us. Their eyes are open over there in ways that they couldn't be here. And, I, and thank you. Thank you for being here, for, for being vulnerable and, you know, being here for the podcast. And I really thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. I don't think I can tell you in words, especially not now, maybe later, how deeply impactful that was. And I think other people would find the same thing in working with you just because I don't, I don't have a way to know. Mm -hmm. And I have my own beliefs, Mm -hmm. but I also have questions Mm -hmm. and just feeling like, like I said, just that I can't explain the, just the intense relief and how much I feel like I almost feel like I can breathe again now. Like I can go on, you know, like I can go on and I can, not that I wasn't before, but just that now I think, I feel like there's a freedom. Yeah. That's awesome. So thank you. Welcome. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.